Oh my god. Welcome back to the room that we created. It's been 12 weeks since you looked at me put on a hand in the head and said you're sorry. In my humble, humble opinion, the bare naked ladies and train are tied for the worst bands ever contrived by the human race. Hmm. Okay. I hate those two groups so fucking much. Today's subject, we will tell you right after the break where we uh, open our, our business. Son of a bitch. I always forget that you're not supposed to put it right up to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you did, you're still peaked. No, damn it. Which is ridiculous. But you have a... Um, Ooh, raspberry lime. On, this one's like yeah, really good, active. Huh? Hold on. Let me pour it into my new mug, my new Pulp Fiction. This is some gore- serious gourmet shit mug. Talk? So, uh, yeah, I was just staring at you. So, it's been a pretty exciting week since we last um, were here. Because yeah. we didn't fucking the last episode what do we have the internet yes um a lot's happened since then a lot has happened since then i am very 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 close to wrapping one of my albums i'm starting an album well starting it's it's all it's all done but like it needs to be recorded yes um i am almost wrapping up recording an album right now I operate under the artist's name Matteo Amaretto. That is my band, if you will. It's just me, but that's my band. Um, I don't go by Matteo Amaretto. You don't call me that, you know, but that is the name of my project musically. And there will be an album dedicated to my late father coming out sometime in February. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm excited as hell. I've been working on this album for almost two years. And uh, we have been kind of, I don't know, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting thing for it to be ending, my work on it, because a lot of the people here that um, you've seen on the podcast so far, Asa, you know, Kevin, the people we talk about, uh, each other. The Invisible Man. Yeah. Each other, Zach and I, have witnessed the process of the, the conception of this album, the birth, the turmoil, the... Uh, just all the fucking human soil and 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 blood and sweat and tears that go into creating in general, but let alone when it's something as deeply personal as the loss of one of your favorite people. And now that it's done, I'm really relieved and I'm really grateful that all of my friends have seen me through this process of grieving and now it'll be, there's an album. There's an album for people to hopefully enjoy and um, take catharsis in and comfort in. And it'll be out very soon, in February. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. That's when. That's what's been going on in my life in the past week. What do I use? Zach. My life in the past week, I've been um, recording as well. I got some, some vocals done for a track coming out this summer and been working on that one. I wrote it two three i wrote it three years ago and um somebody asked me um what's been going on in my life and i was like oh you know like music i've been working on music and they're like oh cool like what else and i was like fuck Mm -hmm. um i I got i got the three m's i got music mug and more mug (laughs) 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 that's what we're gonna say music mug and maddie Music mug and Maddie and more mug. I got the five M's. Five. (laughs) And um, well, you have something. uh, We talked about it in the last episode. Can we get to? uh, Let me just say what the topic is real quick before. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Today's topic is video games. Okay, because just just games. Fucking yeah, video games. Because you know we're not talking about chess. We're not talking about checkers unless it's you know e chess. We done that e checkers. (laughs) I was going to say, you have something coming out in February, too. You have the Growing Pains. We talked about it in the last episode. We do. It's called Growing Pains. It comes out February 3rd. Um, I'm so fucking excited for that. Thank you, man. Thank you. I have a... um, Yeah, that song's coming out. 
my debut single, and then uh, I'm planning on releasing another song of the summer. Um, more info on that probably to come out later. I got a good feeling about that one. I feel like, I don't know, it's more of a, I don't know. I just, I have a good feeling about it. And uh, I think I'm aiming for an album in October. I think I can get it done by then. Really, I do. God damn it, um, I'm so fucking excited. Yep, it's going to be ten tracks. I think I said this in the last episode, but Growing Pains, the song that comes out in February 3rd, is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's just one of my favorite songs. Not that you've made, not that of of, of an artist I know. It's it's just one of my favorite songs, period. I really Love it. it. That's high praise from Maddie, because Maddie has great taste in music, and her own music is constantly evolving. And I know Crimson's coming out, Crimson Sunset, the name of the album she was just talking about, but, you know, there's another album called Touch. Yes, yes. That is... In the earlier stages of it. is it already so good. Just the soundscape that she's building, it's so, it's just... It's just you. It's just you, man. Thank you. Yeah, I started working on an album called Touch about maybe 30% of the way into making Crimson Sunset. I had another idea of more ideas that I wanted to express that were tied to my grieving, you know, but weren't so on topic and weren't really what I needed to say in Crimson and weren't things that I was ready to say yet. So I backlogged them. And uh, had simultaneously been, as I write through Crimson, once I start writing this this other thing, you know, started going, started growing in me as well. Yeah, growing pain. But, yeah, and it was painful. It was painful, and it was the growing pains. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm sorry. so I, anything that didn't really go on to Crimson that was the album dedicated to my dad and was about grieving the loss of a parent, but just death in general... <coughs> Everything that came in me that I didn't think was so applicable or appropriate or I was not ready to say yet moved to another category. I was like, I, that is something that I need to create later. And then I ignored it for a while, finished Crimson Sunset in the writing phase, and then I realized that this other thing that was unfurling in me was another album called Touch, which was about self-discovery and about my queerness and about transness and about love and relationships and fantasy and the life that you want to live and the person you want to become. And uh, Touch has a very glittery aesthetic, a very dreamy aesthetic. Um, I'm writing a book to in tandem with the album that will be released as the album is released. You know, I don't know when this will happen, you know, because Touch is still in, you know, it's birthing period, you know. Crimson is like something that, you know, there's like writing phase, there's fucking around with demos and there's making the instrumentals and there's actually tracking with the analog insurance for me. That's how I process Crimson's done and touches just past the instrumental construction phase. I saw a quote from uh, Rick Rubin from his new book today. Um, it says... It's I, I'm not going to get this verbatim, but it's basically like being an artist isn't something that you can do good or bad. Like you don't wake up and you're like, you know, oh, I'm not good enough. Like I'm not I'm not a good artist. It's like it's a state of being and a state of processing and existing and creating and tapping into an energy. And he said a monk can't be a good or a bad monk. He's simply a monk or he's not. You know, mm. it's either you are an artist and in that state or you aren't. Not being in that state doesn't mean that you're not like, you know, a, good, a good artist. Quote. It's just like you're not an artist. But if you are occasionally in that state, then you are an artist. That's good. You know, I really enjoy that. And you're obviously not in that state all the time. I don't want to say if you're not in it, you're not an artist. It's yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, no. To be infected with that like creative fervor, yeah, you or can't just, be a good or you can't be a bad monk. Yeah, because then you wouldn't be one. You just wouldn't be a monk then. Yeah, well, artists are like artistry is just a way of experiencing things. I feel like it's a way of um, it's a pattern of behavior, but it's also it's just the a way to exist. It's a way to interpret reality, and and. Yeah, perfecting your craft is one thing and, and getting technically good and, and, you know, developing your tools to express yourself artistically. You know, that's skill. 
And skill is something that nobody has. It's something you work for and you develop. But artistry is something you're just infected with. I'm so happy that we're here recording this right now. Me too. You know, this podcast is going to have a big fucking office one day. I goddamn think so as well. And we're gonna, it's going to be a thing that we have going on for both of us. We're going to have our music and we're going to have this fucking big old podcast. We're going to have a fucking, you know, we're going to be fucking just people who have a lot of shit going on at a high level, you know, fucking acting, writing, musician. I, I'll own, tell you have one a thing. Fucking I'm, successful podcast, no. you know, fucking uh, Oscar, Grammy, Emmy, Tony. <laughs> no, I'm one just, thing I'm I never just, gonna just, goddamn I can see do. us with like the office, with, like the room that we created. We've got the fucking like, like, and we're we always we get a team of people who are behind us, kind of like Good Mythical Morning, and we can. Uh, this is a fantasy I'm having right on the like live right now, but it's just. You know, and we're thinking about oh, it's starting this fucking room with this yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, nothing. with this backdrop, this, these two guitars we need to keep with us everywhere we go. Well, that guitar is special, and this bass is special because it's my dad. But this is the one I use on all my tracks. This thing nice. is just great. It's not going in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we need to one but that looks these just mugs like are. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> this true. is going Vitage, on my desk. Oh, turn on the lip. You didn't turn it on. You're right. We haven't turned it on in a while. We the first episode we made it was so funny because i turned this lamp on and i was like maybe that'll create the aesthetic we're going for the soft like you know like the guy reads you to sleep on adult swim show i figured what it is and we turned it on and we're like how does that look and we're like that looks terrible because but it, we thought it was so funny because it's like the glowing stone from indiana jones yeah just yeah like <laughs> okay we're we're going way over time on the intro here yeah yeah okay i i have a lot i have a list of things to talk about okay in this actually i set up a list and so i guess let's just get right into it is that cool because absolutely I, I, I can maybe lead it and then we'll follow wherever please okay um i think the first thing i want to talk about is just the last of us oh my god because the last of us is maybe the game that is meant most to me in my life as a story mm. that is my favorite story of all time when i was about nine or ten years old the entire, you know, you, you get the PlayStation versus Xbox debate, mm, which mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. we should get into. I have that on the list. But I was PlayStation all the way. Same. And the reason I wanted a PlayStation, the first ever I saw an ad for The Last of Us on PS3. And I was like, I got to play that. I got to get a PS3. I need a PS3. And I'm like nine or ten. So I can't, you know, it's just I got to ask for it for Christmas and hope I get it maybe, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just was obsessed with The Last of Us. And I'm like, yeah, I was like 10, 11, 9, 10, 11. And, you know, you sh- that, that's a game that in hindsight, like being an adult, I'm not going to let a nine-year-old play that game. Right, 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 right. Like, but when you're nine, you're like, oh, I, there's no fucking reason I can't play this. You yeah. Know, there's no fucking You play Call of Duty, you're like... And, and yeah, I couldn't play M-rated games yet, mm. which the first M-rated game I ever did get was... Um, Call of Duty Ghosts. Okay. So, but anyways, I I did end up getting a PlayStation Three for Christmas that year, with Uncharted Three, another game by nice. Naughty Dog nice. with a lower rating. Because my mom was like, I'm not, I'm not, I know what this game is. Like, I'm not gonna. Um, I think two years later, once I was twelve or thirteen, once I'd had COD Ghosts, Christmas came around that year. I got The Last of Us for Christmas. That's cool. My mom, it was like my mom, like, you know, she's like, you're it's, ready. It's like, she's like, you're ready. And I, oh and I played through this game and I've played through it five or four times. I just finished my fourth playthrough for the, you know, anticipating the upcoming HBO series, oh which has knocked it out of the goddamn park in every way. And I think I, I have lists I have paragraphs in my notes written about what is working for it, what things I was worried about. Like I have paragraphs just brain dumping my thoughts on this TV show adaptation that's something that meant to me that span pages across a journal, basically. Yeah. And I I would read them, but it's just too much to get into for a video game episode. But just know that I take this stuff like I'm 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 This is one of your favorite things. I am this is one of my favorite things. And I'm overall happy with the Oh, direction. my God. It was like... Okay, so I have a confession. Um, it's not a confession. I've said this before to you. But um, I've never played The Last of Us. I never sat down and played it. I watched um, 
the let's play of it yeah. in its entirety. Because because I'm not a gamer. I'm really not a gamer. Outside of Super Smash Brothers and the Kirby universe. I absolutely fucking adore Kirby as a character, as a concept, the art. I'm obsessed with Kirby. You know this. I'm getting a Kirby tattoo. We got to talk about how Kirby is just... Yeah, well, I'll get into the lore of Kirby at at some point uh, when we start talking about our childhood video games and shit like that. Yeah. But um, Smash Bros. has held a special, special, special place in my heart since Melee. I played that on my neighbor's GameCube growing up. I didn't know what any of the things did. You know, I didn't understand it. I would just button mash, and I like the characters. I like to Hyrule Temple jumping around. And then Brawl came out. And I remember when Brawl came out, I was seven. And I was just like, oh, I get yeah, it. Brawl. You have moves. And I thought, I just thought it was so cool. I just thought the whole game was so cool. I was like, up B, side B. Like, you have all this, you know, everyone has their same move set. Everyone has the same moves in a technical sense, but they all do different things, you know? And I was like, I love this layout. And then um, Smash fucking... Four came out. When Smash Four came out is when I started to love Smash because Smash Four is the worst Smash game ever. And when everybody started shitting on it, I was loving playing Pac-Man and all these wacky characters. Like there were way weird characters in it. Like you know, fucking We Fit trainers in it and Duck Hunt and all these people. And I I mained Duck Hunt in that game. And when it came out, I was just like, why is everybody shitting on it? Like everybody hates this. And then that's when I started to really understand the game. Because, like, oh, yeah, this is weird. Like, gravity is different. There is different uh, movement. There's different... It was like, the like, pace of the game is slow. You know? Yeah. It was shit. And then I, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to go play Melee. Because that's what I hear people that play professional, you know, like, the pros play Melee. Because it's all... What I, and then I was like, oh, this is one of the best games ever made. And then they perfected it with Smash Ultimate, the most recent one. It's amazing. But, um, yes, I'm not a gamer. But for some reason, this thing in my life has i've gotten incredibly good at it because one of my friends plays in tournament level and um when you have a friend who plays tournament level you cannot fucking play with that friend anymore unless you get on the semi you know we used to have level with tournaments all the time at your house Mm -hmm. and that's i can only play fucking ike like that's all i know to play but i'm good at him yeah, you are good with Ike. But that's it. But that's like me when I um. But basically, it's like since my friend got into tournament, you know, Jacob, like yeah. got into tournament level playing and shit. I had to too because he's the person I play Smash with. So like, unless I want to die every fucking time and just get you know so upset at the game, and that's I why, had to get and good. that's why I just couldn't. I just why I stopped playing Smash with you two because I only ever played just... Smash when I was at your house, right? And and like. And you were playing Smash. Because I'd go over to your house, but sometimes we wouldn't play fucking Smash. And then you guys would just be fucking, like, old. Because there was a period of time where Jacob was kind of living with you, kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah. And you guys would just fucking smash all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, clip. And, <laughs> and, I would, and, you know, I'd come over, like, after a month and be like, oh, I haven't played Smash in a month. I'd be like, oh, fuck. It's scary, and dude. just fucking die. And I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't play. I don't have time for this. He does. He plays in, in such a way that, like, he plays Mario specifically in a way where a person who has no idea how the game works can watch him play Mario and, and be impressed. Just because you can tell. It's just fucked up to watch. He's playing he, with you. He, he plays with you. He'll carry you from one end of the screen to the other. There's, like, fucking nothing. And he does these, oh, God, it's evil. It's that's you know, anyways the thing with Smash Four uh, that's like me when I first got Call of Duty it was my first Call of Duty game it was my first M rated game so I was excited right so I got COD Ghosts and I fucking loved it and I was a little screecher baby but I loved it it was COD Ghosts and I was playing COD it's like arguably one of the worst CODs it was the last boots on the ground COD I went back to it the other day and I was like yeah this is a piece of shit right but like I was so big into COD for a long time and I was like trying to get competitive level. Mm. Around the time of fucking advanced warfare, which oh man, and I, I you know COD, like Black Ops Two, I would go back and play. Like I got my first COD as COD, but I went back and I played fucking, um, you know, all, all, all as far back as Modern Warfare One, you know, pretty much like mm-hmm. well, and then anything before that, it was like a touch and go. I just played right. it once or twice. I you know I got really into it. I got really into Black Ops Three. It was really starting to get good at that. The COD that I am best at is Modern Warfare Remastered. Mm. There was a stint in college, my first year in college, um, where I just 
like I all my classes as a music major finished a week early before everyone else's classes, and then we had a week after that where we did nothing but mm-hmm. chill. So I had two weeks to do nothing, and I had just spent all my time on music, like tw- like twenty four hours a day, like burning myself into the ground. And I was like, you know what? I kind of am gonna take two weeks off, right? Which you need to do, you know. Uh, and I just at, sun up, sun down, caught, caught. I <laughs> I was, and it was funny, like. I was like going thirty five and four every match. Like I was fucking good at it. That's crazy. And it's just and Maddie and I played COD once. I think we played. Yeah, yeah, we once. played once. I'm so fucking bad at first person shooters. I, I'm but terrible. Speaking of that, I, I wanted to finish on the Last of Us. I've never played. I never got to play part two. When it came out, I was a senior in high school. Right before COVID hit, mm. I was so excited for it, and the pre order came out for it for the deluxe. Like steel book, mm. and I was like, if I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get that because I was so into it. And you know, the the night came, and it, it's a lot of fucking money, and I had, you know, I'm not a lot of money, and so I'm thinking like, do I want to do this? And I'm like, okay, I'll sleep on it. It came out that night, and I'm like, I'll sleep on it, and if I want to do it tomorrow morning, I'll buy it tomorrow morning. I wake up tomorrow morning, and I'm like, I'm gonna buy it, and it was sold out. Oh God, that sucks. And I never. Got it, and then COVID, and then I went to college, and I never got time to play it. I'm playing through it right now for the first time. Nice. I, uh, I, I found um, I watched PewDiePie's Let's Play of The Last of Us. I watched all of that when that was coming out, and then in preparation, and I remember, I remember being that. just so fucking moved by the visuals, and and like I remember thinking like this is a movie, it's a movie, you know, like and I and that's when it really got into me of like a respect uh, for video games as an art form, you know, was the last of us. Cause I was like, okay, obviously you can do some fucking amazing. Things. And that's what about video games appeals to me, you know, is video games like that, like cinematic video games. Cause like yeah. I said, the only game that I love and connect with outside of Kirby lore and Kirby universe is smash, which is not story based at all. You know, it's, it's a fighting game. Like I like movies you know, I'm obsessed with film. I'm, I like storytelling. I like visuals. And that those are the type of video games that speak to me. Like The Last of Us, Life is Strange, um, Beyond Two Souls is one of my favorites. But yeah, The Last of Us show in preparation for watching it, I found a complete playthrough, no commentary. Just a complete playthrough. And Beyond Two Souls actually had some big name actors. It had uh, Alan Page and uh, yeah. Wontem DeFriend. Wontem DeFriend. Yes, yeah. correct. But it, it's just... Yeah, Last of Us is a great. It's just a great game, and you know, I see, it's might be this might be weird to hear if you know me, but I see a huge piece of me that exists in Joel. Mm. Just I don't know something about something about the yee yee horse horse boy <laughs> Texas kind of thing in me. It's there. It is there, and I know it's and and I know it's there. Mm-hmm. And it's like that loyalty. It's like I I. That's salt Part of, of the me earth. wants to be it. Like, Part, and yeah. that fucking will defend anyone with absolute anger. Mm-hmm. That's like a part of me that I romanticize and enjoy. Yeah, there's something about Joel that's so fucking like... He's such a good protagonist. Like, he's just so fucking good at it because it's like... In a world like that, like, he he's not... For the world he's in, he's not very rugged. He's not very rough. He's not very jaded. Like, he lives in an apocalyptic situation, you know? So he has more, like, integrity and more, like, fucking indomitable human spirit than anything, you know, because he's willing to defend and willing to get violent for people he loves. He still cares enough, even in a situation where everything is desolate and nothing should matter. Yeah. I I would ask you how you feel about the ending, but given the show, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, um, how I thought the last episode, I'm going to, I'll ask you off. I'll ask you off the books. How you thought of the the ending of the game. game. All right. Well, without saying what all it was, I think it's amazing. Okay. I loved it. I thought it was fucking great. Cool. But, okay. Well, um, if you so know, you know. You choose PlayStation over Xbox, but you're because really into story Smash. Based games. So, yeah. what makes you choose PlayStation when you're more in? You're a Nintendo kind of person. Yeah, yeah. But so you still. Oh, choose but in PlayStation the, in over the PlayStation Xbox. versus Xbox debate, it's obviously PlayStation because they have more exclusive titles that are 
the thing about games that I do like when I like games, which is yeah. movie-like games and cinema and storytelling. I always wanted a gaming like PC as a kid. Yeah, that'd be sick. But it's just by the time I had enough money to get like a computer, and I had it, I had to spend more money on something that like you know the fucking death grip that Mac mm-hmm. has on like artists. Is right, like, right, right. Fucking anger. Like it's half the processing power. It fucking angers me. Mm-hmm. And but it's like because I want to use like. Final Cut and shit, and I already knew Logic was just the best option for me, Mm -hmm. and like I didn't really know too much about Ableton, and having now learned Ableton, Pro Tools, and Logic, and being fluent in all of them, I still prefer the workflow of Logic. Yeah, same. I made the right choice. It looks nicer in my opinion. Um, I know the Ableton fans are gonna come out there and try to fucking cux me over. You know, come on, you. I I just, I just won't. I just can't. Uh, Logic is literally just GarageBand for adults. So. Um, that brings use. us, I guess, to um, PC games, man. Those were always. I remember Steam, Surgeon Simulators. Oh my god, the old Unity like indie horror games. Oh my god, let's shit just, like that. I was I gonna dive into mobile do. games, but let's just <sighs> fucking dive into fucking computer games, like Flash games. Oh my dude, Newgrounds. Newgrounds okay, ruled so my life. Addicting games, in school. mini clips, fucking. Oh my god! Not Doppler. I went. To Not a lot. Doppler. Kids who played on addicting games are in prison right now. Yeah, yeah. No, because those that ricochet was the one. kills. Yeah, Raft Wars. That was the one that was banned on all the school computers. Defend, addicting your, games. defend your nuts. Oh my god! The so, Bloons Tower Defense games. Oh my god, Odie. Me and Odie. I've talked about my brother. We would um we had these Lego walkie talkies, and one time I was on YouTube and I accidentally clicked on one of the fucked ads that come up like across the bar and i um i clicked on it and it took me to a website called yeppy.com <laughs> which had like 30 of these and me and odie would get on the walkie talkies and play on yeppy what the we fuck would play on yeppy it was some underground shit dude they had good games um do you remember free rider 2 that was yes. huge it was like the little dude on the stick bike yeah, there was yeah. like this big family guy map with all the characters yeah guy yeah that was like that was my Happy Wheels was a little Happy bit late Wheels. for me. Oh my god! Like yeah, I remember Happy Wheels being just barely not in my growing up, but Free Rider was. I was so big into Happy Wheels. I don't. I don't remember. I I missed it for some reason. It's odd. Yeah, but um, no, like my mom worked for a school district most of my life, and so when I got off school, I would walk to one of the classrooms in the school and that was how I got home. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like I would yeah. be lingering on the campus for a long time because my mom worked in the office or she worked yeah. in HR or she worked, like I explained in the religion episode, I think my mom worked for the homeless liaison for homeless children yeah. in the school. So I would just get off school and then walk 15 minutes to the other side of the school and just sit in this fucking office. Just, and there's just, I spent a lot of my childhood around much older people. Yeah. Like I, most of my childhood was spent around old ass people. You know, whether it was being a Jehovah's Witness, raised around old ass people, or in the schools with my mom. And so you're just parked there watching old teachers just walk around, old ass white ladies and the old ass white lady smell, you know, that they have. And and you're just a little kid and you're like, I want to go home, I want to go home. But you have a Mac there. You have a shitty Mac that, you know, and you flash, flash games all fucking yeah. day and new grounds. New grounds. New grounds wasn't blocked. And Newgrounds had porn on it. If you if you looked hard enough, you know some of these games, man. They were like I I remember playing like Sniper Guy like one through eight. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like being so into the story. Yeah, I remember waiting for like certain sequels to Flash games to come out. I remember the Mario Flash games were really big for me for mm. a long time. Some of the fucked ones, some of the I was super into creepy pasta, but gaming creepy pastas like the old some ordinary gamers like like haunted ben gaming, and haunted shit. gaming. Like, yeah, I was so fucking into that shit. We used to play this little game in our fucking classes where we would just have to be getting good at the numpad. We would just have to be putting in the numpad numbers. Oh, shit. And it would rank our class based on how fast we fucking could just stare at the screen. Ew. Talk about dystopia. Yeah, that's And you had to do 10 minutes of that before you could play. We would get this thing called free time. Yeah. So we would earn up free time during the week in our classrooms. And um, 
you know, we all got like five minutes, 10 minutes of free time, like a week or a day, and we could use it or we could save it up. And I, I a lot of times would just use it because I was like, you know, punch in, punch out. Like, I need my 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but every once in a while, I'd be like, I'm going to save up like 45 minutes. And I'd skip a whole fucking class and use it on free time. And I'd, and it was so fucked up. Like, I don't know how the teachers allowed this shit to happen in the school kids because you just... The kids would be like, I got 50 minutes of free time saved up. I'm not listening to this lesson today. And the teachers would be like, all right. And everybody would be sitting there listening to the lesson and there'd be fucking Chris over there on the computer. <laughs> like having fun, playing free rider. Oh and everyone God. would just fucking hate him that day. That's so fucking everyone funny. Everyone would just fucking hate him that day. Oh kind of thing, you know? And it, God damn it. I was... It's that's such a big fucking spider solitaire like on your mom's laptop. Mm. One time I I guess this is going to lead us right into Minecraft. Nice. But I wanted Minecraft so 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 badly and I click I had this little tiny little fucking baby starter laptop and I watching YouTube I saw like free Minecraft and I was like I don't trust that. Mm. But I'm going to take a risk. Mm. My computer got a Trojan. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I fucking lost it. Oh, I lost big time. But that Christmas, I got a Minecraft gift card, and I got Minecraft. And the shit thing was is that I couldn't fucking play it because my computer was so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I have the card. I, I have the card Dude, still. fuck. That's, I, dude, Minecraft fucking... I would have... Land parties with my older brother. We're in the same fucking room, <laughs> just with our laptops, just fucking grinding, you know. Or and then uh, we'd have a Skype call open with our with our friends, like two blocks down on their their little brother and older brother, just fucking on <laughs> doing a land party, and we're just connecting and just fucking, yeah. you know. We would have uh, we played a game called a Castle Siege or something. Where with that yeah yeah Castle like, Crashers. Something like that, yeah. It's got the four little kind of animated dudes. No, no, no. Within Minecraft, we played this game. Oh, oh, yeah. Called, dude, we got to talk about the Minecraft servers. Like, Hypixel fucking Mindplex. Oh, dude, Hypixel was my shit. Mindplex was my shit, man. Oh, my but, God. But um, fucking, we would get four or five people in a room, you know, in a LAN server, you know, and uh, one person gets to be on creative mode. Um, for 30 minutes and then four people are on survival for oh. for four, for 30 minutes the um creative person with some restrictions builds a giant castle with booby traps and shit and decks themselves out in armor weapons and the four people have um that same amount of time to collect as many resources in survival and try to kill this person in a four versus one pvp that's awesome it was so fucking that fun. would make good youtube content it let's do that we should Let's play. Uh, my grandma had a computer that could run Minecraft, so I'd play it every Sunday there, like, for nice. real. Nice, But, um, yeah, we used to connect and do all sorts of shit on fucking Minecraft. But for me, when Odie moved away to Colorado when I was 14, after spending every waking second together up mm. until then, it was devastating for both of us. So every single night, we played PS4 till 5 in the morning mm. for a year. And we only shared three games. Uh, Minecraft, Broforce, <laughs> and Terraria. And many nights, many jokes. Some of the jokes that we share to this day were created over online gaming. Some of the jokes that I consider close to my heart as the jokes that and things that we did when we were together living, mm. you know, next to each other. The things I consider close to my heart... I, I sometimes think about it and I'm like, that didn't happen while we were both here. Like, it's insane, you know, how close it can make you. Some, yeah. But we would play the Minecraft survival games on the PS4. Oh, like my God. The, the old gen console edition. And it was just insane. But that brings us to Terraria, which is fucking... Let's talk, let's talk a little bit more about fucking Minecraft before we move on. But Terraria is my, my favorite game of all time. I've never played Terraria. It's my favorite game of yeah. all time, and I'm making you get into it. Yeah, I've seen your Terraria world, and it is impressive. You know? Even from Thank an outsider's you. perspective. It's, Thank you. Mm, um, ladies, Thank this you. gentleman's Terraria is Thank you. impressive. Thank you. It means that my, my friend Zach Barry are doing a master mode playthrough right now. <sighs> Have you ever played Minecraft Dungeons? No, that but I've been so, so curious. fucking fun. Oh my really? goodness. It's so good. Okay. It's a dungeon crawler 
but like also an RPG game. It's so fucking good. You're, you're thrown into these dungeons and uh, like like a dungeon crawler advancing in the level thing, but you get all these weapons and the lore. I really love games that like games that tickle my autism. Are, oh yeah, are oh, games yeah. that like Minecraft obviously does that, but this yeah, this game I love are, upgrading yeah. games like choosing your class, your oh, layout, you like are, this. You are, oh, I like you're my. You're gonna be addicted to Terraria. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But Minecraft Dungeons is a lot like that. I'm like, oh, well, I'm playing as a hunter character. So I want to have the hunter cloak and the animals around me. And you can have all these animals. And, like, I'm shooting this thing. But then I know this guy's going to come out in five seconds every time to do this. And then this guy's upgrading me over here. There's so many things to keep track of. And they're all really cool looking. And it's just, it's it's autism to the max. And I fucking love it. And it's like, I would literally play Minecraft Dungeons with, with me, my older brother, and our friend Jacob. And Jacob would be like, all right, just here's an amazing sword. I'm like, yeah, but I'm more of the agile hunter of the group. He's like, this is the best sword in the fucking game. And I'm like, yeah, give it a paw because he's supposed to be our heavy. You know? <laughs> and he's like, well, it doesn't matter. But I'm like, I like it, though. Because, you know, and so like. Stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but Minecraft Dungeons is so fun. It's so cute. I love it. It's a really good game to like. Also, like if you play it on easy, you could, it's a really good zoning out listening to music game too. But yeah, you, I think. Well, now I have to show you Terraria because it is the most autistic game I can think of, and it is the most fun upgrading I can think of. And nice. it, it is it has deep lore that's also like playful. It it is the best developing team I've ever seen in my life. They are so funny. They listen to every single person in the community and they care about each one individually. It's so, and they're so fucking funny. I want to, yeah. They were, oh my God. There's this end boss of the game called Moon Lord. And he was, you know, and he has no legs. It's just like, he kind of floats kind of, and the the guy Red, who's the fucking lead developer of the game, and his wife Senex, who's the other lead developer, he's like fucking, you know, ten thousand e signatures and this. I forget what the other criteria was, and he's like, and I'll add, I'll give Moon Lord legs. That's awesome. And and they smashed it, and then they're like, where's Moon Lord's legs? And on a in the newest update, they added these fucking alternative drunk seeds that were all f- made the world all fucked, and they're kind of challenges. In one of those seeds, in a chest underground, is an item called Moon Lord's legs. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Like, it's I like love that. people that care about their enjoyers of their games. As a Smash Bros. enthusiast, that's not something that's refreshing the, to hear. The biggest... Because they don't give a fuck about The biggest about YouTuber for Terraria, Chippy Gaming, has items in the game. Like, people... Oh, that's cool. They, there's paintings in the game, like Minecraft. They had, like, fans paint paintings, pixel art for the game to put in the game for the last update. That's like, fucking cool. Everything that fans are like, I'm not sure if this is working. They're like, you're right. And they fucking fix it and they do it better. That's Every- so sick. And there's been like 10 final updates. <laughs> See, people need to fucking, I don't know, like video game developers, showrunners, like just fucking listen. Just listen. Like why? I don't I don't get it. I mean, I'm not a it's fucking like, industry person. If it's person, not broke, so... don't fucking fix it with yeah. The Last of Us. Like the game was a masterpiece. Like don't fucking do so much. Don't try to make a masterpiece on top of a masterpiece yeah and that's why the show was so goddamn good because it just don't add more stars to fucking the starry night yeah yeah exactly but um have you have you heard the story of minecraft like the actual like lore story of what minecraft is what's going on in the world minecraft is what's going on in the world no, like like someone had posted I've, I've this flowed, Reddit. I've listened to like I think every Minecraft lore out there, and it's all jumbled in my head. So okay. just say what you're gonna say. I found this thing on Reddit, and I I remember someone saying that one of the developers it wasn't Notch himself, and even if it was, he's like Notch he, is a really homophobic like, trans. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, person. he ended up being a piece of shit. Whatever. I remember when they sold it to Microsoft for two billion dollars. Yeah, that I was remember that. I was I'm, in fifth grade. Wow. That was longer ago than I thought then for all of Oh man. Anyway, I, I remember someone saying that this theory that I found on Reddit, it was like actually confirmed by Notch or someone developing. I don't know if that's hundred percent true, but the theory to me is true. This has to be what's going on in Minecraft. First of all, before we get into like what is going on in the overworld of Minecraft and what the nether is and what the end is, the person that you're playing as Steve is essentially the guy from uh, planet of the apes. 
like the main character in Planet of the Apes. Like he was a spaceman that was out somewhere and returned to no more humanity situation. You know, that's who you play as. So what happened to humanity? That's the story of Minecraft. And essentially you have a society of miners, like pickaxe people, you know, not children. And uh, they're into alchemy and they they start getting into magic and, and various potion craft and things like that. It's strange, you know, situations. And they decide that they want to um, branch out into other worlds and this is the nether. So they don't really know what this portal will do, but as their society advances and they get further into um, different you know, crafts and shit like that, they, they stumble upon a portal to hell, okay? When they, they think there might be more resources you know, beyond this realm. You know, there might be resources in these other realms because we've sucked the earth dry. They go into the nether and they get absolutely destroyed. All the miners, like a ton of people die. You know, all their adventurers, their scientists, people that, you know, went into the nether fucking got murdered by skeletons and blazes and it was hell, you know, and they weren't ready for it. And the soul sand is the souls trapped in the sand of the miners, you know, it's hell. And so they're like, fuck, like we want to, we, we need, we need these people, like they're not dead, they're in hell, they're trapped in the sand, you know, because if you look in soul sand, the item in Minecraft, yeah, there's faces, you know, and all that shit. And so they're like, okay. They take the sand back into the overworld and in trying to fuck with the sand to bring the people out of the sand with various shit, they accidentally make the wither. The wither destroys the entire overworld. Just It's ravaging. No one can defeat the wither. Okay? So they burrow underground. The whole society starts living in strongholds underground. If you look at strongholds in the game, they're like fortified things like iron bars, like people were hiding from some threat. You know, it's called a stronghold. Like, why would that be there? Yeah. They're hiding from the wither in the uh, underground. While they're down there, there's the end portal, right? They're like, we can't, like, we're dying underground. You know, we don't have the the resources we need. We're not getting any vitamin D. I don't know, whatever it is. They're <laughs> sick of living underground. So they decide to join forces again to try to create another portal. Maybe and there's another realm we I can get I do know to. this theory. Yeah. They get to the end. As soon as they get to the end, they're like, wait a minute. They're stuck there. You know, now they're stuck at the end. They can't get back because when you travel through the end, there's no other portal to go back until you kill the Ender Dragon. So they're looking up at the Ender Dragon. They're like, fuck, the Ender Dragon attacks. They, they do their best to defend themselves. They realize they can live in harmony with the dragon there if they worship him. They start worshiping the dragon. They survive by eating end fruit, the end fruit that grows in the end trees. When you eat the end fruit, you teleport. Fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was added in uh, 1.10. Yeah, something like that. 11, 1.10, 11, 12, one of those. After hundreds of millions of years of this end to a civilization, hundreds of millions of years of them eating the end fruit, they evolve into endermen. Yeah. That's why they're long. They can reach the trees. That's why they can teleport because the fruit makes you teleport. And that's the story of Minecraft. I think that's the fucking most perfect story, and I, uh, but it, I it's think so fluid. It's, it's brilliant, and I love it. The only reality is that when the game was created, it was like nothing. No, no, of so course. So it's that's that's what it is. After years of slow building, right? Slowly but, world building. As you know, as to the fucking point of the game. But I, I really like the hands that Minecraft is in. I like Jab, who's been on it since the get-go, pretty much. And I forget the name of the the new the woman. She's, God, she's charming. I, she's she's so sweet. She's so, I, I'm not familiar. Well, you gotta watch the um, you know, every year they they do the mob vote. You know about the mob vote of like what mobs can go in the game. Yeah, every every year the community votes on a a mob to be added to the game. They give you three choices. They vote on a mob. This year was the uh, sniffers. Mm. These big fucking things these big dog looking things where do you find them uh i think there's a new biome for them almost no oh maybe there's God. not a new biome uh the i Overworld, haven't been though. able to play a minecraft in my own world in maybe two years you know and i know the game is changing rapidly exponentially and like i cannot fucking wait to get my own like i i, I need to get back into minecraft i still know everything that's going on with the game is which is funny because i watch captain sparkle so much mm. oh dude they just the newest snapshot that dropped yesterday i'm totally tisming out right now 
I'm totally fucking going for it. Fucking Minecraft is amazing. I got aurism. And so, oh, the snapshot, I think it dropped yesterday or two days ago, but they added trims to armor. So you know, you know, how, at, oh, you know how at the smithing table you used to just put uh, netherite onto the sword and you get netherite sword? Mm-hmm. Now you have to go to a bastion and get a fucking um, a, a template, a netherite template, and then put that in the smithing table with the netherite. So it gives bastions like a purpose to fucking go there. But also, if you combine the any bastions in the Nether, the oh. giant, the giant, there's Nether fortresses, and then there's giant bastion bastions with hoglins and brutes that oh. you can raid with. Oh, dude, it's got the treasure room. Oh fuck! And so damn, I haven't played in a we, while. We're playing Minecraft. Jesus Christ! This was one point sixteen. We're in one point twenty coming up. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I was in. Fuck, man. The village and pillage update was uh, in, in high school. I remember that. But this was after. The nether was... I don't fucking know. But, yeah, you go there, you get that shit, and then um, you can also combine, so you don't have to go to a bastion for a new one every time. You you make a new template with the temp... You take one template, surround it with, like, a bunch of diamonds and something else, and you get two templates. So it's, like, craftable duping. And you can also find different types of templates in different places so like there's a template for the um the ocean monument with the elder guardians there's a template you can get from those and that gives you different designs on the armor and then you can you can combine any one of those designs with an ore to get a certain color so you can have full netherite armor with gold trim or amethyst trim or diamond trim and i'll show you i'll show you it looks so cool how do you mine netherite Oh, so you go into the nether, and the best way to do it is like TNT, but you just get real low underground, and you start mining for ancient debris. You combine four ancient debris, and you get one netherite ingot. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Takes a while. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of lava. Do you dig up or down in the nether? Go down in the nether, and then go straight, Mm. like a strip mine. Jesus Christ, man. I missed this game. Okay, we need to restart to our, our Minecraft, and I need to... I, I think once I introduce you to Terraria, you're going to spend every waking second playing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think once you get the once you finish up your first playthrough, you're going to be fucking obsessed. It's I the bet. most addictive game. I bet. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, where's your list? Um, uh, We've already covered a lot. Um, I want to talk about mobile games. Oh, God. Oh my fucking god! Okay, Minecraft sorry, I hit Pocket the shit Edition. Out of the mic. Mine- oh, you're fine. Minecraft Pocket Edition. It didn't even clip. Minecraft Pocket Edition for me was like I played it in like the first beta. So my first ever introduction to Minecraft was watching people play on PC when I had like twelve total blocks to work <laughs> and a and a landmass that I could walk across in two minutes. Oh my god! And Hero Brian. <laughs> and the old nether reactor core mm. which ooh, it was it was it was a charming time mobile games there's a mobile game that is taken over everyone i love in my life recently except you you're my only fucking oasis from this game including my that, own phone egg thing no 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 that's another thing we'll put a pin in that i want to discuss that that's really funny Wordscapes. Okay, it started... Wordscapes, basically a crossword puzzle, but they give you five letters. and You make the words out of scrambles of those five letters. So Scrabble plus a crossword puzzle? Scrabble, but you're not expending the letters as you you fill in the words. Okay. So it gives you a crossword puzzle layout, and then it gives you five letters. The whole puzzle is made out of those five letters in different order. I've played this game, yeah. Yeah. I work at at, um, fucking... I've played that. I work at down in downtown Maynardville, one of Maynard's restaurants, and there's a server that I work with. His name is Kurt. Okay, decent. He's fucking a nice guy. I like working with him. Whatever. He pulls out his phone one day and he's on fucking level three thousand or some bullshit of of wordscapes. And I'm like, Jesus, goddamn Christ, you know, that's insane. So I get my buddy Lincoln to start playing wordscapes. Um, I recently got into a relationship. Talk, that's a whole other story. I'm very, very fucking thrilled to be dating this person. I'm, I'm very obsessed with my girlfriend. Um, they fucking are so goddamn good at wordscapes that it's frightening. Like, it's, it's, they'll complete a whole entire crossword in 30 seconds. They're on level 2800. 
They've surpassed this guy, Kurt, in, like, no time. And so I started playing it. I'm on level 40. And I've had it for three days, you know? And that might not seem like that big of a deal, but, like, my my partner will fucking do 40 levels in, in, in an hour. It's like speed running crossword puzzles. I mean, you remember what was that thing during COVID with the the you'd get like one letter of the word Wordle. Wordle. I think my mom's on level two hundred thousand of Kanji Crush. <laughs> <laughs> She's ha- had it since, since the beginning. The beginning. God damn. And she gets the crown every week. She's like. Fuck, man. But I, I remember there were a lot of Minecraft clones on on the App Store, and I would get one. There was one called Survival Craft. Yeah. I was really into it. I know about Survival Craft, yeah. I used to play Survival Do you ever play Plants vs. Zombies? I had it for the fucking PS3. That's all me and Odie played on our- Oh, my God. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2, I had a stint where on my phone, this, like, this, this is why- Self, fuck. If you don't believe that we're autistic, which for no reason would you, but if if you don't, just let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> there was a period of time where I was so into Plants vs. Zombies 2 that I, like, the only YouTube videos I watched, <laughs> I was subscribed to a Plants vs. Zombies 2 specific channel and only watched that and would, like, play the... Like, I fucking played it, like, all the way through. I was so fucking into it. Plants vs. Zombies 2. Oh, my God. Which is a fucking good game, and it's fucking hard. It's it's an amazing game, and it scratches the autism itch, too, because it's, like, that building, that fucking, like, okay, well, well the they're strategizing. fucking difficult. No, yeah, yeah. The, they have arcade games of Plants vs. Zombies. They have, um... Like, uh, I never got to play Garden Warfare. I-, I played it, but I never got it. When you go to an arcade, like, like a big arcade, you yeah. know, there's I see Plants vs. Zombie games in there. They held up. They have the Doodle Jump one. Dude. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. They have Doodle Jump one, too. Oh, my God. They have Doodle Jump on my fucking TV in there. I'm fucking obsessed with arcades. I'm so glad they, they still exist, and I hope they continue to exist. I fucking love yeah. the aesthetic of an arcade. I went to the best goddamn arcade ever in L.A. when I visited oh, with yeah. uh, Calvin. That place was unbelievable. <laughs> you were trying to find the machine from Drive or something, right? Oh, when I went to LA. No, that's a different thing that's we like did. When you ended up in like West Compton or something? We uh we South Central. South Central. And uh um no, we um me and Calvin, one of my best friends in the whole world, went to um LA together and we were trying to go to movie locations and one of the locations I wanted to go to was the hotel that they filmed the apartments of of the movie Drive in you know and take a picture by the elevator cuz there's that legendary scene from Drive where Ryan Gosling you know crushes someone's skull in an elevator and I was like lo and behold and I started looking deep on you know movie locations movie locations drive like this and that I found it um I forget the name of the hotel um, I'll post a picture of me in my drive jacket posing by the hotel on Instagram when this episode is live as the thing to tell you to go to the episode so you can see what the name of the hotel is. I forget. But apparently there's two of these things. One's right next to Hollywood Boulevard. One's on the other side of the fucking state. And we went to the wrong one. Mm. You know? And, and so we go to the hotel and I walk in. I'm like looking around. I was like, this place doesn't even look like it has an elevator at all. And I was like, hey, um, is this where they film the movie Drive? And the guy, and it's L.A., so like everybody is like you know knows about movies and is just knows where they they know it's L.A. So the guy goes, "They film Drive here, Jesus Christ, that's fucking awesome!" And I'm like, I mean, look it up. And he looks up, he's like, "Yeah, that's the name of the hotel." He's like, "Oh my God, they film Drive here!" And then I was like, "How did you not fucking know that?" He's like, "Well, I know they went through renovations last year, so the place must look really different." You know, I never recognized it. And I was like. Dude, this isn't the place. Like, I hate to break it to both of us right now, but this is not the place. We walk all through the lobby with this very, very eccentric stranger trying to find this elevator, and there isn't an elevator in the building, you know? And that's when I discover that there's a place of the exact same name on the other side of Los Angeles. Um, I went to the wrong hotel. But it was on that trip that I went to the best arcade ever, somewhere in Long Beach. 
It just was sprawling. It was so dark in there, and it was so neon. You know, that's my vibe. You know, you probably filmed like Stranger Things there. Yeah. It looked like fucking Ghost in the Shell. It looked like it looked like I was in the the world from Ghost in the Shell, and it was just beautiful. And there were kids running around, and I was just like, "This is like peak. This this is this is the the good side of industrialism. This is the goodness that can come from human um, advancement and society." Love arcades. Love them. Yeah. The the bad that can come from uh, human advancement. Um, Fortnite. (laughs) 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 I wasn't going to say the F word. Um, So I'm just going to censor that and we're going to move on. Uh, Back to mobile (laughs) games. Um, I used to play this game called The Simpsons Tapped Out. Which was just like this other game I played called Tiny Village. <laughs> but cut, we gotta talk about Clash of Clans. I never got into that Clash of Clans, thank I God. Could, I, I got into it for like one time just so I could like maybe get some pussy in seventh grade. Didn't work out. Oh. Didn't work out. And and I just oh. ditched it. I ditched it. I was like, this ain't working. Abort, abort ship, <laughs> like fucking, you know. Yeah, it's so bizarre how that but, game like really spoke to those like, you know, um, youth group soccer kids that wore the fucking like under armor bracelets and shit like that it was always those kids How that played clash of clans i don't know yeah my, and my my school was majority like that was the they were the majority shareholder right right of the school so I, and i'm like this fucking i'm just fucker i'm this baseball <laughs> i'm this baseball fucker yeah yeah you know i'm like fuck i gotta play clash clans <laughs> <laughs> you know like toothless Maynardville rednecks all fucking l- they loved Clash of Clans but it was also it, for me it was mostly like I saw a lot of like upper middle class white ass under armor wearing soccer playing youth group attending fucking white kids in middle school Clash of Clans playing motherfuckers <laughs> anyways this fucking game tapped out is like one of those city building games yeah like over time that like, you check in every day you get your fucking coins from your houses and you build new like shit. a sim game almost. yeah but it's with all the Simpsons Tycoon characters game. and like it's canon and so with every new episode that comes out if there's new shit they add it to the fucking app that's yeah. cool but that is cool there was this thing you could get Cletus's farm and they would you know there's where you grow your crops and then you get crops and you can do shit with the crops. And one of the most important crops was like corn. And the more like you leveled up the farm, the higher level crops you could get and the more corn you could grow. But the longer it would take to grow it. Mm. I leveled mine up all the way. At the end, there was an option called like super omega death corn kind of thing. <laughs> and it took 999 days to grow. Oh, my God. And I, I just realized that's done and I need to go collect it. Do you still have the app? No, but it's cloud. Oh yes, dude. Egg Inc. Jacob is on the la- our friend Jacob has been playing Egg Inc. since before I met him. Four years. Oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. The the tapped out thing. It's you have an account. You sign in with an account. That's good. So if I just sign in with my account and username, it pulls up my. That's what reminded me of Egg Inc. Was you talking about that? It pulls because, up my city. Yeah, yeah. Egg Inc. is the same way, and like, and it's an app that runs in the background. It's like Cookie Clicker. That was a legendary thing when oh. I was younger. It was like, yeah, it's a Cookie Clicker game. I beat Click Cookie Clicker once. Really? Yeah. Well, way. Jacob is on the final egg of Egg Inc., the Enlightenment egg, and it's taken him four years. Same app, transferring phone to phone through the cloud, his information, and it's an app that continuously runs in the background getting your numbers up. I remember when you And it still took four started. years. Fuck. People talk about, oh, there's a lot of gameplay in God of War or GTA. Egg Inc. has four years of gameplay. <laughs> Yeah, I've been waiting three years and for my fucking corn. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> Just to grow in the fucking Simpsons tapped out. Fucking Maynardville corn. <laughs> I'm waiting three years for my fucking corn, bro. <laughs> Jesus, Cletus. Man, I didn't think we would be able to fill a whole episode with video game shit. What? I did. Because, because I'm not, I don't play as much, but then I realized how much of these fucking carried my childhood like minecraft yeah i could do a whole episode on just minecraft yeah like god what's talk about the, the youtube side of gaming i uh for one think markiplier is one of the best things to happen to humanity i agree i think he's just such a wholesome fucking oh my god he's so sweet and wholesome i want to talk to him 
I would love to. Smosh games. <laughs> Let's get niche. Oh god. I never I never got into Smosh Games. I never got into any of their weird subsidiary things. I think Smosh Games was the only good one mm. for a while. They had like that was Mari. That was where Mari they brought on Mari mm. for the first time. Smosh Games. So Hinky, Laser Corn. Oh my god. I remember YouTube was blocked by the school district that I worked in, so the kids couldn't just go on YouTube. Yeah, you know? I remember and, that too. And we but, forced them to unlock it so we could credit, like, get videos in our presentations. Right, right. Yeah, we had to have the person, whatever. You know, it wasn't blocked. Smosh.com. So I could watch Smosh while I was waiting for my mom to get off work after school, like, you know, which was like take two fucking hours. And I would just be, I was like, that's the only YouTube I can watch is Smosh because I can go on Smosh.com and watch their YouTube videos. <laughs> so I would see the extended Amazing. cuts of shit. There's like, there's ex- there's longer versions of like the food battle videos, all oh, the no. old shit, you know. Ian and Anthony were walking down the alleyway. <laughs> the, what was that called? Um, Charlie the Drunk Guinea Pig. Oh. Yeah. We're going down the rabbit hole. Fuck. Smosh, goddammit. Minecraft YouTubers just fucking had a death you know captain sparkles is the funny omnipresent god because he's watched so many minecraft communities form and Mm. then fall and then form and fall due to like them being like pedophiles or them abusing their power or them saying some fuck shit like a whole community like might form like the smp live group oh yeah formed and then captain sparkles was in it and then destroyed. And then this other community would form and destroy. And, and he's just the dude who's steady through all of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because it's like, oh my god. A, a new community forms and gets big enough. And, and it's like, alright, well, let's get the captain on board. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even god, with like Ant Venom. Like, he'll, like, he's few and far between on these communities. Once a community hits, like, a big enough status, it's like, Cap- captain will post episode one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, all right, we got the captain, and they'll all be like, "Oh, creeper! Oh man!" And it'll be like, "Ha ha, funny!" And they'll all be like, "Yeah, I used to watch your videos growing up." And it'll be like, "That's scary." Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh my like- god, that is so weird. Yeah, because now that's one thing I'm completely out of touch with is how generations after me perceive Minecraft. Well, I'm, I'm like fucking. Doomers, we're old enough you know? to like. You're old enough to fucking drink. I'm almost old enough to fucking drink, and like. You know, we could be successful Minecraft YouTubers playing with Captain Sparkles and be like, oh, we grew up with you. And he'd be like, that freaks me out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then we're even, there's generations after us now that aren't playing Minecraft. Or one, right? There's Doomers after Gen Z. That's what they're called? I think so. I'm pretty sure they're called Doomers. Well, we should speak. And they scare the shit out of me. They scare the fucking shit out of me. They're crazy. Oh my god, I see them coming into restaurants and like they're they're like iPad kids, but like more fucking philosophical. Like imagine an iPad kid, like a you know, not on the fucking, not paying attention to anything, but their fucking thing that their parents just give them this because they're fucking. It's like those kids, but with this darkness, because they know, they know. You know? They were born into it, and we grew up with it. Yeah, we, we kind were of, born with it. Yeah, yeah, they're born inside the of the machine, and they're machine. aware of it. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, we we built the machine up. It's like it's like how Bo Burnham's inside. I was just about to say that makes us cry because it's so relevant and it's such a sign of the times esque. You know, like culture piece, in my opinion, and I think it's really well done. And even though it's like a millennials interpretation of the world like gen z it obviously speaks to if not the same if not more than millennials because it's singing about that i think the doomers would watch inside and think it's fucking cringe because they're like so beyond the irony even they're just like this dude is making this dude looks dumb and is singing about something dumb and the song's dumb no not even that they're just like like, they're like duh they're like yeah of course (laughs) Like they're they're oh, so they're no. just they're over it. Like we're kind of the way we are with like Seinfeld. I guess. I guess. I, I guess. I, I know there's a better show or metaphor that I'm thinking for. I don't don't hate me for that, but like I, I couldn't find it, and the closest one I could find was Friends. Is a, is a better one. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like we are with Friends. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but the, just the the existential the existential like human condition in the internet age. 
like commentary and the sarcasm, humor and sarcasm. Like we hear twenty thousand years of this seven more to go. Like we we hear the, the that funny feeling and we're, we're like, like ow, and we're like ow, and they're like. Oh yeah, that's just my state of that's just that funny thing. That's like, just feeling. Yeah, they don't, don't care. Eat. They're just done with it. Yeah. They're they're over that. We're they're still like, struggling to accept yeah, it. They're uh, fucking mass shooting at the gun or at the gift shop. Wait. Whatever. Mass <laughs> shooting at the, at the mall. gun range and mass shooting at the mall. Like, yeah. Like They're I think they're starting to mentally check out, for better or worse, from society and retreat into a sort of meta world of their own creation. That we, we like have hope or something to I, stay I, in this realm. Um, I don't I mean, how would you separate the two? I think I don't know if it's I think in years to come, we'll find if that attitude is um, a good approach to dealing with the horrors of society or not. We'll figure it out. If even what I'm saying about doomers is an yeah, accurate assessment, because I'm just, you know, saying what I, you know, this could just be doomers in our town, which is understandable. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole town is controlled by uh, going into high school, fucking, you know, after for like during Biden's administration, like after Trump, yeah, like, world after COVID, mm. going into high school after COVID. God damn, yeah, post COVID babies. That's a fucked up thing. But yeah, you know I, what's gonna be around through all of it is Minecraft. Like, at least we'll be able to play Minecraft well, with our kids. That's the fuck thing. If you think about, like, if we went to a Last of Us scenario, like, you'd you'd walk around, and if you were Joel, and you had your Ellie, and she'd be like, what was the world like before? Like, you would definitely, she would definitely find something in a store that was like, what's this? And you'd be like, that's a creeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What is this? There was this this game, and, and you'd you'd fucking explain it. Oh my it. god! And you know, and oh uh, we're god. at time, so I think that's a perfect way to circle <laughs> Joel, around. Joel, what is this? That's a creeper. A creeper. Oh, oh man. man.